All right, so bonus round. Let's talk about family. Let's talk about how family can be involved in the game design process. Now, when I was at Dice Tower Con, I got to hang out with you and your son, and he helped play some of the, the prototypes for the game design challenge as well. And we, I remember we had a really good dinner one night, just kind of the three of us hanging out and talking about life and board games and the industry and publishing and all these good stuff. And so tell me about how you've kind of brought your family alongside in the main show you mentioned your brothers and how your brothers have been involved in a, in a, in a lot of ways with your game designing and, and publishing so like help me uh, understand just a little bit of how you've brought your family into the the experience of game design okay uh let me start by saying that fisher heaton games the name of my company stems from the last names of two of my ancestors like not even us uh not oh, okay <laughs> they're not living uh uh, these ancestors uh, were trailblazers, people who sacrificed so that their family could survive, people who went out of their way and did bold things. You know, uh, one who indentured himself to uh, a wealthy landowner came over from uh, England on a boat so that he could get to the United States and have freedom. I mean, just cool stuff. Uh, that's where it began. When we started the company, uh, we, I think everything that I want to do is, is homage to my family, right? Uh, my wife is a huge supporter of everything that I do. She always has been. She does not like to play games, but she's a huge supporter of everything I do. Uh, my son, Nathaniel, is, uh, 15 and he and I have been, sort of going through this journey pretty much together. He comes out with me and plays games at the, at the stores and he helps test prototypes, not my, not just mine, but other players or excuse me, other designers prototypes as well. And he's really helpful in that way. He's a very quiet soul, but he has good insight and he's a, he's a bright kid. So I, I wanted to get him involved with the design process in some way. We tried some other things. We asked him if he would uh, uh, learn Blender so that he could do 3D animation and we could use that for videos. And uh, he, didn't, he didn't quite finish that task, but he tried. Um, he has some interest in computer programming. We asked him to do that. And, you know, again, he tried. But where I think our relationship and the design sort of blend together the best is that we can sit in the car on the way home from the game store and just unpack what just happened. And that's how the design process for Intel's solo expansion happened. Nathaniel and I were sitting in the car driving home from the game store talking about some of the experiences we had playing Intel, which at that point was demos of Intel because it had already been published. And the response that we had gotten some, from some players, and we were talking about the feedback we got from uh, some people on Facebook and whatnot about, you know, whether a solo game was possible. And I thought, you know what? Uh, it makes a lot of sense. And we got to talking about it, and he came up with some great ideas, and we pitched him back and forth. And, and he's just been an integral part of the design process since the solo design uh, began. And then after we had an idea and I made a prototype, he was the guy who did most of the testing in the first early stages to make sure that what we had talked about would work and we would make a tweak and he'd go back. And Because after all, I have a full-time job and he's just a student. Right. <laughs> so he's been very, very helpful. I'm, 
I'm really excited to have him along on this journey, and I hope we get to do more together. Yeah, that's awesome. It's so valuable to have just anybody that you can bounce ideas around off of and, and say, hey, what do, you, what do you think about this? And just someone to see it from a different angle, different perspective, a different experience level and all that. Uh, it's just such an incredible thing to have. And for them to live in the same house is even more valuable. That You don't have to you know, schedule a time to meet up or anything like that. You can just go right down the hallway or, or at the kitchen table and say, hey, I had this idea. What do you think? And it's, it's a really cool thing. Uh, what would be your advice to, to anybody that maybe has kids, maybe older, maybe younger, uh, but in different ways to get them involved? Maybe, maybe they're not into games. Maybe it's not something that you know, they're super interested in right now or game design. What would you suggest that a, a designer do to kind of bring their family into the hobby alongside them? Well, I would start by saying, don't wait. Yeah. You know, my kids were, I mean, I've seen people with their five and six-year-old kids playing modern board games, and I think that's amazing, but I never did that with my kids because I wasn't playing board games when they were five and six. Um, but my daughter is 13, and she doesn't love to play board games, but that's because I didn't culture her into it um, the same way I did with my son. Uh, and I, I regret that, and I hope to fix it in the next several years. But my advice to, to anybody is get your kids involved. Get them at the table with you and talk to them and use board games as a way to enhance your relationship with your family. I think that's what I've begun to do, and I'm still trying to figure out the best way to do. But, you know, that, that opens it up. And, and maybe you have to play games that aren't really the kind of games you want to play. And, and that it just opens the door until there's a spark. And then, hey, you know, I'm working on this design. Can you come sit and help me with this, play this prototype real fast? And it just, it just, it, there's nothing like it. Yeah, definitely. And I think you, you, what you just said is so important as far as the culture that you create in your house. Uh, it's it's so vital, especially as as a father. Like it's just something about dad and the look on his face, right? That that really determines the atmosphere of the home. And and I, I found that to be the case almost hundred percent of the time. Where where the, the look on dad's face and how he responds to things really just sets the tone for everything else happening. And so if you can set the tone of of you know encouragement and you know inviting your kids to come in and, and join you either if it's just to play or bounce ideas around or even design their own games, I think it goes so far in, in kind of creating the culture that that would uh, be conducive to your kids wanting to be a part of it. I know my oldest daughter Maria she she sees me make games all the time. I'll, I'll be sitting at the uh, kitchen table or I'll be in my office and I'll be working on something and she sees that and she thinks, huh, I, maybe maybe I could make something too. And so it's been so fun to watch her create these little rinky-dink, you know, goofy games that are basically matching games or basically, you know, find the color or find the number. Like they're the most simple, basic games you can imagine. But she gets so excited and will come up to me and say, hey, hey, dad, you, you, want, you want to play? You want to play my game? It's like, yes, absolutely. I want to play this game that is horrible and it's not a game at all. But I want to make sure I'm encouraging her to, to learn and to grow and to figure these things out. And so we'll we'll play these these games. I remember the, the other day we had one. It was a race game where uh, you basically you, you, she had she made like a little deck of cards and you draw and every card had a number and that's how many spaces on the on the map that you would move your little character and whoever crossed the finish line first wins. And there was only like I don't know twelve spaces on the map, and some of her cards were like eight. And so you draw and you'd move like eight. You'd move almost the entire length of the of the map, and so you basically draw two cards and you win. And it's like this goofy little game. And but she was so proud and she was so happy about it and so excited to show it to me. 
And so we played it, you know, three, four times in a row. And, and I would win and she'd cheer and she would win and, and I would cheer. And it was, it, it was just a real fun experience. And I'm hoping that that turns into something down the road where, where she's more and more interested in this, not because I want her to be, but because that she finds enjoyment in it and, and it's something that we can do uh, together. So yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you. If you can create this culture in your home that is inviting and encouraging, oh man, it goes so far in being able to connect with your kids and, uh, and it just, for them to open up have you have you found y'all your relationship with your son like like deepening because of the games because of the time you spend together has it has has that helped as well with other aspects of your relationship yes absolutely i would uh i would say that if it wasn't for this i don't know where we would find common ground Hmm. but we do yeah as a teenager especially it's uh it gets like more difficult every day. It seems like to to get you know to connect with teenagers as they got so many things going on. And so that the fact that you found something common at all is impressive. And for it to be game design or games in general, that's that's really cool. Thanks. Yeah. Well, David, man, again, really appreciate your time. Appreciate you you coming on the show, sharing wisdom and advice, and uh, good luck with uh, your family. Good luck with your games and uh, everything else you got going on right now. Thanks, Gabe. I appreciate it. <laughs>